listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Welcome back to the next episode by Dr. Kavita Bhargav, a practicing clinical hypnotherapist, trainer to transpersonal regression therapy, clinical hypnotherapy and also a psychologist by profession. The present episode talks about self and personality part 2. In this episode we'll be discussing three key ideas that are type approaches, trait approaches and psychodynamic approaches. You can expect questions answered from this episode. The questions are define type approach to personality. What do you mean by the trait approach to personality? Mention types of people as proposed by hippocrates what is charak samhita mention tridosha of charak samhita what are excluded in the sattva gun what is rajas gun what is tamas gun what is endomorphic typology of personality mention characteristics of mesomorphs point out the characteristics of ectomorphs mention characteristics of type a personality mention the characteristics of type c personality how is type a personality different from type b personality mention one characteristic of type d personality mention characteristics of cardinal traits give two examples of cardinal traits what are the uses of central traits what are the levels of consciousness what is preconscious level of consciousness what is the basic goal of psychoanalytic therapy what are the primary structural elements of personality mention the primary structural element of personality which deals with sexual desire mention negative characteristics of id what is libido mention major ego defense mechanisms describe projection as ego defense mechanism what is reaction formation give examples of reaction formation what happens in rationalization give example of rationalization what is epidus complex what is the major developmental achievement of phallic stage other than this in short answer type questions you can find answers to questions like briefly describe different types of personality as classified by friedman rosenman and morris briefly describe five factor model of personality describe trait approach to personality how does it differ from type approach How does Freud explain the structure of personality? Discuss different levels of consciousness. Describe in detail various stages of personality development as proposed by Sigmund Freud. Now let's quickly begin the first topic of this episode that is the type approaches.
In the last episode, we understood that there are three types of approaches to personality. The type approach, the trait approach and the situationism. Under type approaches, the first approach is by the Greek physician Hippocrates. So based upon the bodily fluids or humors, Hippocrates classified people into four types. These four types are sanguine, phlegmatic, melancholic and choleric. Each characteristic is specified by certain behavioral features. You just have to remember the names under this. That's all. While in Indian approach, the Charak Samhita, that is a famous treatise on Ayurveda, it classifies people based upon Vata, Pitha and Kapha. These three humoral elements are called Tri Dosha. So each of these type of temperament, they are called Prakritri or the basic nature of a person. According to this typology of personality, we have Satvagun, Rajasgun and Tamasgun. People who have Satvagun, they include attributes like cleanliness, truthfulness, dutifulness, detachment, discipline etc. Like you can say that these are the people who have the saintly characteristics. Saint-like people, okay? Very disciplined. Rajaskun are the people who are um, too much into the earthly or the materialistic desires. So these include desire for sense of gratification dissatisfaction, envy for others and materialistic mentality or the proper Raja types gun. Okay? Tamas gun characterizes the normal layman people, people who are more into the skin basically. They are like anger, arrogance, depression, laziness and helplessness. So each of us have one or the other guns but the degrees may vary. The dominant one, whichever is the dominant out of the three, that will form the basic type of behavior. Sheldon was another psychologist who described or characterized people based upon their body built and temperament. The three types of people that he talked about were endomorphic, mesomorphic and ectomorphic. Now the endomorphic are the fat and soft and round and golumolu type people. Okay, By temperature, uh, the temperament, you can say, they are relaxed and sociable people, the happy-go-lucky people types. The mesomorph, they have strong muscular or musculature, the body build, athletic types. They are energetic and courageous. While the ectomorph are thin and lean and lanky and fragile in body build. They are especially brainy people, artistic as well as they are introvert types. Carl Jung also gave his types of personalities. The two types of personalities that are very famous and almost everyone on earth knows about them are the introverts and the extroverts. Introverts, they prefer to be alone. They avoid people. They withdraw themselves from uh, social groups and stuff. They do not uh, like facing conflicts. They are shy in nature. They're more of reflective in nature. While extroverts, they can't sit in one place. They are more sociable types. Typical puppychappi.com. In a party, if you'll see an extrovert, he'll be the center of attraction of everyone, moving from one circle to another one. While if an introvert is there, he'll sit in a corner and expect someone to come and talk to him first. The extroverts are outgoing, you can say. They are the ones who deal with people to a large extent. When in stress, they lose themselves among people and social activities. If there is a heartbreak, then an extrovert would need 
10 people to talk to while an introvert will go inside go within freedmen okay so basically if you talk about uh, introvert and extrovert then jung just proposed these two types but now nowadays you would see people having a mix of introvert as well as extrovert so these people are called ambiverts but as per an ncert you will have to just remember the two categories which is introverts and extroverts freedmen and rosenmen they too also classified two types of personalities type a personality and type b personality type a are the ones you know if if you watch that movie uh, tare zameen par there is a song you know kaske jooto kaske belt or dusre wale ka hai yahan ek alag andaaz hai types so the elder brother is type a personality very punctual he knows what to do is in a great hurry always on time too much burden would work lacks patience high motivation but then there is no patience so they want to achieve they want to reach on the top soon while type b people yahan andaaz alag hai types you know they are like lazy okay type you know they are happy go lucky they will do the work but they are in, in their own time these are the people who will reach the top management but later as compared to type a type a will join the management but they leave it soon while type b will join it later but the person will persist the managerial position type a are the job hoppers type they want good opportunities they are opportunists while type b are you know okay this is what it is i have now i know how to take it ahead from here but yet again they are very slow and easy and you know okay with life they enjoy life more than looking at the tick tock of the clock while type a goes by the clock properly so the research says that 60% time you know there are the people who are 60% more on the risk of cardiac arrest these people are type a people as compared to the type b so type a has more of risk factors towards cardiac issues as compared to type b people morris he defined two more types of personalities according to him there is a type c personality which is prone to cancer these are the people who suppress their negative emotions like anger and stuff and you know they show a lot of compliance to authority but then inside they are burning their own cells so these are type c personality while another category which he gave was type d personality these are the people who are more prone towards depression the type approach it categorizes people into two simplistic approaches but if you look at human beings then it's a mix of almost everything and highly complex and the behaviors may vary so another approach came up that was the trait approach now let's talk about the trait approaches to personality the trait approaches majorly they talk about the building blocks of personality because human beings they are you know variable in nature they show a variety of behaviors and the traits trait approach is a very similar to our common experience in everyday life for example when we know and understand meet a person and we understand the person is sociable we assume that he will also be cooperative by nature friendly by nature and help others around while if we look at the type approaches then for them it will be it it's like you know there is no overlap of any characteristics but in trait approach there can be an overlap a person if sociable then can also be cooperative and friendly and stuff so there is a complete overlap of it okay rise then you know traits are relatively stable over time they are generally consistent across situations their strength and combinations vary across individuals leading to certain individual differences in personality 
so a person with a group of traits with a similar person with a similar group of trait can be there but yet again there will be some different traits in both of them which will make them individual different from the other individual now let's understand allport's trait theory gordon allport is considered the pioneer of trait approach because he is the one who has proposed a number of traits which are dynamic in nature he analyzed the words of english language to look for traits which describe a person and then categorize these traits into three major characteristics major traits the central traits the cardinal traits and the secondary traits the cardinal traits are highly generalized dispositions that suggest that these are the major trait of the person they indicate the goal around which a person's entire life seems to revolve If you look at Mahatma Gandhi then non-violence was his cardinal trait rest everything else can be compromised but the cardinal traits of the people cannot be compromised so Mahatma Gandhi is till date known for his trait called non-violence while Hitler is known for his trait called nazism so these two you know they form a strong identity for both of them like Gandhi Gandhian approach or the Hitlerian trait these are the two important ones till date they are known for it while central traits are quite generalized dispositions these can be warm sincere diligent etc these are the things that you often write in your testimony or your cv for job requirements the least generalized are the secondary traits like you know i like banana i like apple i like mam- mango i like to wear ethnic clothes and stuff so on so so forth you know so i can also like mango while you can also like a mango the third person can also like the mango but yet again If we talk about central trait then I can like a mango I can be warm I can be sincere I can be humorous at the same time while another person will be warm sincere humorous along with that he'll had he'll have some more characteristics like um good at communication skills or expressive in nature or um hard working so these are quite generalized things these are not least generalized but then yet again you can distinguish between okay this is so and so person and this is this this other person straight but if we talk about one cardinal trait then just like gandhi you may have one trait along which that you won't be compromised ever in your life and you'll be known for it like i can be known for my commitment there, there can be another person who's known known for his laziness and a third person known for his honesty those are cardinal traits cattell he gave personality factors is very famous for his psychological test called 16 pf or 16 personality factor questionnaire so he utilized the statistical technique called factor analysis and then found 16 primary or source traits these are like opposing traits in the 16 pf test like truth lie honesty dishonesty in the opposite ends he has put it there so majorly he said that there are two types of traits the source traits or the surface traits source traits are the ones that are you know that lie beneath the surface they are more of stable in nature they are the building blocks of the personality of a person while surface traits they result out of the interaction of source traits so at the surface you can see a mix of two or three traits but then behind that will be a major source thing if you compare it with a tree then the you can say um the fruits or the leaf or the shoots all these are the surface traits but the roots and the lower part of the tree trunk those are the source traits 
H. J. Einsink. He also proposed the personality theory and said that there are two broad dimensions of personality. These are biologically and genetically based. Each dimension subsumes a number of specific traits. The dimensions are neuroticism versus emotional stability. Now it says that one person can be either neurotic or he can be emotionally stable. Neurotic is, according to Einsick, people who are showing characteristics like anxious, moody, touchy, restless, and they quickly lose control. While at the other end is the extreme people who are emotionally stable, calm, even-tempered, reliable, and they remain under control of the situations. The second dimension is extraversion versus introversion. You know very clearly what is extraversion and introversion. Yet again, here, let me describe it once again for you. Either a person will be socially outgoing or socially withdrawn. At one extreme are the people who are active, gregarious, impulsive and thrill-seeking. At the other end, you would find people who are passive, quiet, cautious and reserved. So, this second category is introversion. The first one is extraversion. Later on, Einzig also proposed a third dimension to his theory that was called psychoticism versus sociability. People who lie or score high in psychoticism, they tend to to be socially hostile, egocentric and antisocial. EPQR is another famous uh, questionnaire which I guess uh, if you are doing your 12th, you will also have it in your practicals. It is called the Einzig Personality Questionnaire. So this was all about the trait approaches. Now let's understand the psychodynamic approach. The psychodynamic approach was given by Sigmund Freud, the famous physician, uh, the one who developed um, psychodynamic approach and psychoanalysis it was called. He talked about some things called, if you look at it, then levels of consciousness, structure of personality. He also gave the psychosexual stages of development and also talked about the defense mechanisms that human beings use in order to be stable. The method he used were free association, dream interpretation or analysis, and the analysis of errors. By using all these three methods, he understood how a human mind functions internally. Under levels of consciousness, he talked about the conscious, the pre-conscious and the unconscious. Conscious is uh, things that are going on at present. When you are listening to me, when you are aware about your thoughts, feelings and actions, all this is conscious level. While a pre-conscious is things that you are aware about but they are not in your immediate awareness. But little effort that you will put upon your mind, it will lead the subconscious or, you know, things that you, you've forgotten. If you just uh, put your attention, mind attention of thinking about, okay, what did I do when I was having my lunch yesterday? Then if you put little focus there, it will quickly come to your conscious level, okay? So pre-conscious is this, the subconscious part of it. While there is a third level called unconscious. Now, these are the things that you've completely forgotten. According to Freud, when you're a one, one year old or two years old or three years old, things that even if you pay attention to it or try to remember it or recall it, you will not be able to recall it. These are the unconscious things. Now, if you've been a constant listener to me over the, my podcast, then you would know that in clinical hypnotherapy, we have nothing called unconscious. Everything is the part of subconscious mind. So, even the past life regression is possible, which holds our evolutionary memories. Freud called this part as unconscious because unfortunately, till then, he did not have the technique to go to the past life regression work. 
so why is it important to uncover whatever is lying in the unconscious because freud said that there are many number of hidden desires mostly these desires are socially unacceptable and sexual in nature so what you do is you just repress it and then it leads to unresolved conflicts and also later on convert into repressed anxiety while in psychoanalysis what do we do is we bring about the repressed unconscious material back to consciousness because now the person can get aware of whatever was going on into the mind which he is now not aware of it because he buried it deep in his preconscious or the unconscious part so now using the psychoanalysis or psychotherapeutic approaches we can understand where is the anxiety coming from and then this helps in healing of the person more you can listen to my podcast on therapeutic approaches then you will understand how do we go about with psychoanalysis the structure of personality here uh, freud talked about if if i divide it again into my you know <laughs> the style that i'm famous for the tabular form then i am writing dimensions in one column the second holds id into it third is ego and the last column is superego the structure of personality is formed of three things id ego and superego dimension 1 is gratification it has immediate need for gratification chahiye to chahiye if an ice cream is required the id will only be satisfied when the ice cream is in front of him while the ego he controls or directs the id it says no not the right time for ice cream maybe after the class you can have it i will make sure you will have it but then i'll do it in the right manner and the third is superego superego's gratification is ethical in nature this is right this is wrong moral basis principle if we talk about the principle dimension then id is based upon the pleasure principle ego talks about reality principle while superego talks about the ideal principle nature of id is demanding it wants means it wants period ego is patient in nature it waits patiently while superego forms the moral base of a person generally the superego is formed because of the conditioning that we give to the child basis of id is unrealistic while ego is reasonable in nature superego base is value or the judgments that we carry who's the guide id is guided by the life instinct called libido ego is guided by superego while superego grows with the process of socialization ego it grows out of id and seeks to satisfy an individual's instinctual needs in accordance with the reality while superego is the best way to characterize the moral branch of the mental functioning so the bridge that you know connects the superego and id is called the ego it listens to the superego and then directs the id accordingly with patience now let's understand the defense mechanisms as given by freud so when the ego is failing to fulfill the desires of id because there is a constant pressure by the superego then the ego forms his own guards around it which are known as the defense mechanisms or else it will collapse once it collapses the person will be imbalanced all of us play these defense mechanisms in our day to day lives subconsciously of course we are not aware of these but then it happens it's an ongoing mechanism to protect our balance in life or to reduce the anxiety by distorting the reality whatever the reality is the first defense mechanism is repression here whatever the anxiety provoking behaviors are or thoughts are the unconscious totally dismisses it 
it says there's nothing like this happens you repress it repress it every day like i do not know why i did that you press it deeply in your subconscious mind avoiding it fully and completely projection in projection you know things that i do not like in myself i project into others like if there is a mother who's or a father who's seeing the child sleeping uh maybe by 11 am or 12 in the afternoon then this father or the mother if he is getting angry at the other person ye kya baat hai you keep sleeping like this for the entire afternoon this was the time when we were out studying or playing or you know if we were earning by your age now these are the people who are projecting what they could not do they now they are not liking it into the other person often you know uh, you may find people like you know acting funny they may be aggressive towards you not realizing the issue lies within them that's projection you are projecting your attributes or the traits into the other person things that you are not doing rightly you look into the other person and blame him for that in denial a person totally refuses of the reality whatever it is now if there is a person who's test are coming hiv or aids positive or corona positive then this is a person who first goes into the denial phase no this can this can't happen this is not right then from two three doctors they will confirm and then finally they will slowly uh, accept okay this is how it is in reaction formation you know it's like you are defending your anxiety by adopting the opposite behavior whatever you are feeling like if you're feeling strong sexual urges then you will be a religious person if there is a mother who has an illegal child she doesn't like the child so this will be the mother who will be more loving more concerned about this child so love is shown with hatred hatred is shown with love opposite of whatever is there inside in rationalization person tries to make unreasonable feeling or behavior seem reasonable and acceptable like you know all of us have uh, heard about the um, sour grape story when the fox couldn't reach the grapes the fox justified by saying grapes are sour but the point is she had the inadequacy to reach the grapes so she rationalized it because if hadn't she hadn't rationalized it then she would have been into severe anxiety of it like before the examination we can say okay uh, mama give me new pens or these the pens that you gave they give me good luck so i will do much better with these pens you are rationalizing you don't want to write the exam but then yet again you want to hold on to something which your mother is giving so these were about few of the defense mechanisms there are many more maybe when you do clinical hypnotherapy course some day you can learn more about it freud also talked about the five stages of personality development the five stages are oral and anal phallic latency and the genital stage if at any of these stages either you are underindulged or overindulged then you get fixated in oral stage the pleasure is derived from the mouth area this is about a newborn baby who's just born like 1 years 2 years 1.5 years basically so the primary pleasure is derived from the mouth so the oral gratification is gained through feeding thumb sucking biting babbling the anal stage when the child is a little grown up and you are giving the toilet training to the child here the pleasure is derived from the anus area when the child is 2 to 3 years of age parents are trying to teach how to control the bodily function of urination and defecation so mostly children at this age they experience pleasure in moving their bowels the phallic stage is uh, around 4 to 5 years when the child understand the difference between male and female the immediate attention to the opposite sex is your parent figure 
if there are boys who um, are of this age they fell in love with the mother and generate hostility towards the father figure or the fathers so this develops oedipus complex oedipus is the word which is derived from greek king who unknowingly killed his father and then married his own mother a major developmental achievement of this stage is the resolution of oedipus complex where the child finally understands okay this is how my father and mother's relationship is and then he tries to model the behavior of his father that will resolve this conflict or the complex oedipus complex the opposite of oedipus is the electra complex in girls electra complex is the name derived from the greek character who induced her brother to kill their mother the girl gets attached to the father and tries to symbolically marry him and raise a family but when she realizes that this is unlikely to happen so what happens is she tries to copy the mother and her behavior and hence the story of kitchen and you know uh, all those toys begin here girly toys the third stage is latency stage now this is a stage which lasts from about 7 years till puberty during here during the stage you know the sexual interest are latent they are dormant here the child you know the boys team up with the gang of boys the girls go around with the cliques of girls so you know hum tum story girls are better than boys and stuff that starts happening here much of child's energy is channeled into social or achievement related activities they are developing their competencies now going out in public and stuff the last is the genital stage where finally the maturity in psychosexual development happens here is uh, the stage where uh, the interests which were lying latent in the previous stage they again arises and now you are attracted to the opposite sex in a socially and sexually man- mature way which means that with the same age group you are now having the tendencies to get attracted to in this stage you know either it can be like um, a lifelong relationship can happen or you may learn fidelity or heartbreaks and you you may change partners so that's post your puberty phase till you can say the teenage there's another um, defense mechanism called regression as freud talked about it regression is uh, when a person uh, is facing a lot of issues in the present moment mentally he regresses to a, a period in his lifetime when everything was beautiful everything was good so in his age he regresses back So in this situation people display behaviors that are typical or a less mature stage of their development. All right so with this we finish the three key ideas of this episode. Let me quickly sum it all up for you in the keyword. You know even if you listen to the last ending part of my keywords that I talk about the summing up and all these are the keywords um, especially for um, class 12th uh, which will help them in their examination and um, before the exam you can just listen to the ending of my each session each episode we started with type approaches in this episode i talked about hypocrites first who talked about the four types of personalities sanguine choleric melancholic and phlegmatic he divided these four types by based upon the humor or the body fluid that we have the indian approach uh, that is from charak samhita it categorize people based upon vata pitha and kapha which are often known as tridosha the triguna theory is based upon these approaches sattva gun people who have saintly characteristics high superego rajas gun people who have the id influences in their lives and tamas gun people who show anger arrogance laziness helplessness and depression in life 
the next is sheldon he divided the personality types into three approaches three characteristics based upon the bodybuilding temperament the endomorph mesomorph and the ectomorphs endomorphs are fat soft and round mesomorphs are strong and muscular ectomorphs are long fragile artistic temperament brainy introvert people they have the artistic temperament carl jung talked about the introverts and the extroverts rosenman and friedman gave type a and type b to personality morris talked about type c and type d under trait approaches we understood allport trait theory first allport is known as the father of trait approaches or the pioneer of trait approaches he gave three types of traits cardinal traits central traits and the secondary traits cardinal traits are the one that have one single trait for the entire lifetime these are having highly generalized dispositions central traits are generalized dispositions or quite generalized dispositions we can say the secondary traits are person specific least generalized dispositions cattell's personality factors using factor analysis cattell gave two types of source traits and surface traits the source traits are stable and building blocks of personality while surface traits are the ones that result out of the interaction of the source traits einzig's theory einzig gave two dimensions majorly and later on added a third dimension to this theory the initial two are neuroticism versus emotional stability extraversion versus introversion and later on he added psychoticism versus sociability to it he also gave einzig's personality questionnaire that has or that measures psychoticism dimension psychoticism talks about the hostile egocentric and antisocial aspects of personality another one which is not discussed prior is the big 5 model often known as the five factor personality model this was given by paul costa and robert mccrae you can give it a synonym ocean o c e a n o here represents openness to experience c talks about conscientiousness e represents extraversion a agreeableness n neuroticism openness to experience under this those people who have this high score for openness to experience they are imaginative curious open to new ideas and interested in cultural pursuits those who score low in openness they are rigid personality types extraversion people who score high in extraversion are socially active assertive outgoing talkative and fun loving the opposite of extraversion is the people who are shy agreeableness this factor represents people who are helpful cooperative friendly caring nurturing the opposite of agreeableness is people who are hostile and self-centered neuroticism all those who score high on neuroticism they are emotionally unstable anxious worried fearful distressed irritable and hypertensive the opposite of neuroticism is people who are well adjusted conscientiousness represents high score on this factor represents achievement oriented dependable responsible prudent hard working and self control the opposite of this is this are the people who are impulsive in nature these five traits you will find in almost every culture in almost every personality people so this is the big five factor it is like a big umbrella covering almost all the traits the next here which we discussed was psychoanalysis under this we talked about the psychodynamic approach by freud he used the three methods of 
study for this free association dream analysis and the analysis of errors the levels of consciousness that he talked about were conscious preconscious unconscious why is it important to uncover the unconscious is because of the hidden desires that you usually repress unconsciously or subconsciously mostly these are socially unacceptable behaviors that may lead into repressed anxiety in psychoanalysis the repressed unconscious material is brought to consciousness so that once the person gets aware of them these can help the person while psychotherapies the structure of personality freud talked about id ego super ego id looks after immediate gratification is based upon the pleasure principle is demanding in nature unrealistic and is guided by the life instinct called libido ego directs or controls the id is based upon reality principle is patient in nature reasonable and is guided by the super ego the super ego is ethical works upon the ideal principle has a moral base to it values and judgments are attached and it grows with socialization process when we grow up our elders teach about all this under ego defense mechanisms we understood that we at times distort the reality so that the anxiety can be avoided and it blocks the awareness of instinct from the ego under this we talked about repression projection denial reaction formation regression and the rationalization defense mechanisms under stages of personality the psychosexual stages often it is called we understood the concept of fixation when we are either overindulge or underindulge then we are fixated at one stage which later on may develop into the psychological diseases or the diseases abnormal behavior oral stage is from 0 to 1.5 years pleasure is derived from mouth anal stage is 2 to 3 years when toilet training is given pleasure is derived from the anus area The phallic stage is 4 to 5 years. Here the awareness about the genitals appear, epidus and electra complex were discussed here. Latency phase where uh, we focus more upon our own achievements and the sexual interest are lying dormant here. Last is the genital phase where we approach again the opposite sex in more matured ways. In the next episode I'll be talking about post-Freudian approaches and why was Freud criticized and also the assessment methods. So till then if you like this episode please 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 share with your friends and family. You never know how the simple sharing can benefit a huge amount of people in your own life. If they listen to me they would understand where their issues are coming from and how they can resolve. You know you need to reach the right therapist right people for doing any kind of course or for taking your personal sessions so it is very important to share it you can also join the group that i have on facebook for the proper study of um, psychology ncert uh, i'm planning for a webinar soon with the people who are on the group with me you can also follow me on instagram i have a handle called dr kavita bhargav d r k a v i t a b h a r g a v a on instagram also there is a page where we publish good number of quotations and self help videos this page is by the name of k psych services k p s y c h s e r v i c e s these are two instagram handles that i have the link for the group is attached in the description of this episode so i'll see you soon with another episode on personality and self or self and personality till then take care of yourself indians please stay home for the next two weeks these are crucial for all of us i'm wishing you health and happiness stay tuned happy learning happy healing sayonara